You've got a vision. You've got an idea. You've worked hard, but nothing's moving forward. You've come to the right place. Welcome to Vision Possible, the show that helps you to believe, conceive, and achieve. Your hosts, Butch and Julianne Hartman, Hollywood producers, authors, and parents with over 30 years of entertainment experience, want to help guide you through the practical steps it takes to get your idea off the ground. Your vision, should you choose to pursue it, is possible. Get ready to be empowered in three, two, one. All right, welcome to Vision Possible. My name is Butch Hartman. I've got with me, as always, my beautiful, lovely co-host and wife, Julianne Hartman. Hi, Julianne. Hi. How's it going today? It's going really well. I'm so I'm so glad you're here. So you brightened my day. Oh, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I know. Hey, well, we have to do the show together, so we have to be here. Yes. Yeah, that's part of the do. deal. The deal we signed together 27 years ago when we got married was, I'll be here, you'll be here at the same Yeah, time. it wasn't actually a marriage. It was more like a business <laughs> I know. deal. Yeah. That's kind of funny. You know, uh, we do a show all about vision and making your vision possible, and which we want everyone out there to do, get your vision out of your heart and into the marketplace. Our slogan is believe conceive and achieve. Now, mm. when we first got married years ago, we never realized that we'd be believing, conceiving, and achieving a marriage that was 27 <laughs> exactly. years long, but it worked. And uh, But we, we put Jesus right in the center of our marriage, which, yes. which I know saved our marriage. That was the super glue, the gorilla glue. It still is, and we're yeah. going to keep it that way. Well, the cool thing is, uh, the great thing about doing a show like this, we get the opportunity to talk to not just ourselves, because I love talking to you. Yes, but we know each other's stories, so yeah, exactly. it's kind of boring we, yeah, after kinda, a while. Exactly, but yeah. we get the chance to have uh, amazing and guests. And trust me, we've heard each other's stories. <laughs> Yeah, we've heard them over, over and over. And, over. and you've yelled at me about the same thing over and over. Um, but we have an amazing guest with us today. Yes, and why is the guest here, Butch? The guest is here to inspire people. Right, but also to talk about where you can see him live at our Vision Possible Conference, June 28th and 29th in Agora at Gateway Church. That's right. So, that's this yes. year, June 20th. It's 20, like right now. June it's like three weeks away. Three yeah. weeks away, yeah, June and, 28th um, and 29th. Yeah, and so you really want to come because we're going to, just going to give you a little snippet of what he's going to talk about. But it's going to be him, and then we've got a real estate expert, we've got a social media expert, and we have Butch and Julianne. We're just, what would you call us? Well, I'm, I was a Hollywood producer at Nickelodeon for 20 years, <laughs> so I've, I've got some Hollywood experience. You've got some amazing yes, Hollywood got, experience as well. Yes, and, and also raising two girls, that qualifies me to run major corporations. And handling me, exactly. <laughs> so uh, without further ado, let's get to our guest. But yes. guys, go to our website, Vision Possible Con- Conference.com, visionpossibleconference.com. You can check out our uh, conference there, get all the information. Yes, and register there. Absolutely. So let's bring in our guest. Hey, his name is Tad Zarubica. Did I get that right? Yes, perfect. What a cool uh, last right. name. You know, that's, that's like the coolest name. So you're always last <laughs> to be really called is. in class, right? Always the last. The Zarubica. Yeah, but the first shall be last. Or wait, the, yeah, first, the, <laughs> the first, last, last shall be last first. The last should be first. And right? the first shall be last, exactly. Well, I'm glad. Dude, thanks for coming in today. Oh, my pleasure. My hey, pleasure. Uh, now, uh, let's just get into uh, who you are and what you do because your story is really great and what you do is really great. And um, I think our audience is you're going to really respond to it. Um, what I, I love too is that we're uh, Vision Possible because it is about vision is expanding because we want to bring you guys every opportunity to whatever field that you might be wanting to go in. Right. We want to bring guests in that will talk to you and speak to you directly. Not everybody wants to be entertainment, you know. Exactly. Not everybody wants to do what we've done, but you know, bringing in Tad and other people like that, I think it's really, I think it's awesome. Actually, I think it's a great place yeah, so, to come and right. and be once a week. Yeah, because we we try and get we try and uh, run the whole spectrum of vision. So listen, now you are in the fashion industry. Yeah, and I think it kind of meets with what your first of all. 
I want to say it's great to be here and oh, sure. get to see you both. And I, I think the conference is an amazing opportunity for people to come together and also for us as speakers. Yes. Because it holds you to a kind of fire to really disseminate something that can help people that they can walk away with. Absolutely. And I think being in L.A. that we're run by entertainment and fashion yes. and most people don't really realize that. There's $11 billion of fashion business going on in the immediate vicinity. Isn't that of amazing? Company. Yeah, it's, wow. it's pretty and, incredible. And yeah. Everyone, well, most of us, wear clothes every day. Well, pretty much. <laughs> and, so, and a lot of people have a very interesting fashion sense. I, yeah. I myself don't have much of one, but I'm trying to get better at it. No, it's so true. Yeah, it's now, so good. True. now I was at, now we talked before the show. Yes. And, and I, we are getting some background on you. Why don't you give the audience a little bit of, a, of your background, where you're from? What got you into fashion and, and what you're doing now? Like, how did you make your vision really literally possible? possible? Yeah, and I think that's a great that's a great part for all of us because we're all looking. We have a theory or we have an idea of where we want to go. And then it's how do we get there? And I think in this conference, that's what we're going to be addressing. Yes, yes. From a lot of different points of view. Yes. And a lot of the things that are, make people successful aren't specific to what they're, they do, whether it's entertainment, fashion, business. It's, it's more general principles of how we guide our attitude, our focus, you know, our events. So for myself, I grew up in Los Angeles. I grew up actually in Hollywood. And wow. So I like had, right, like right, right, right <laughs> on Hollywood and Vine, right? Well, by, uh, right on Sunset, right behind the Chateau Marmont, to be exact. Oh, my so, gosh. You know, right there. I was in Burbank. I was in Burbank. Yeah. I, well, I which was, in, was all the way over in I Michigan. I was in Michigan. Not the magical so cool, but hanging in. <laughs> but you were see the hills above Sunset where you Yeah, literally up. looking out. You know, and uh, wow. you know, it's, it was a uh, it was an amazing time to grow up in the seventies and eighties in Los Angeles with all the events. Right, uh, I, there was just that film out, Lost in the Canyon, with Joni Mitchell and J right. James Taylor and all those people, and it just that time and period. There was so much artistic, cultural, and kind of life shaping that was coming yeah. out of well, our you had city. the whiskey a go go right, right down the street right there. Yeah. Yeah. All those all those events. So I grew up, and I was also very lucky, as I mentioned, that I was able to be part of the Waldorf education system, which is an amazing private so school that was, system. So you were in a private school, you said from K through 12. Yeah, K through 12. Mm -hmm. We had classes sometimes as, you know, 20 people. So it was such a blessing that my mom made that choice, wow. dedicated, drove us there, because the, the actual school was originally in the Valley, so it meant her driving us. Right, and every we day. Weren't, we, yeah, and we didn't grow up in a fluent family, so it was really a commitment on her part, my both my parents, to, to drive, and we had five, I have I was going to say, how many, how many wow. brothers and sisters? That. And then, the school. then you were all in that school together? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. wow. And, and so I graduated from there. I went to UC Santa Barbara, which is also a great experience, more close. Yeah. And when I came back to L.A., I really had my, my, my studies there were in film and in political theory. And I had all these ideas, but it really film was the idea I first thought of. And I went and I worked at Disney and I was working there in the mailroom. So that was your dream. I want to be in film. Yes. That was, that was fashion had nothing to do with it at that no, time. There wasn't a part of fashion. But did you no. like fashion? Well, you know, it's kind of like how sometimes our dreams come into our reality, mm -hmm. but it doesn't come in through the front door. So this is something where the original part of it was much more practical that, right. hey, I could be working in the showroom and I'm kind of freelance so I can kind of do what I want. I'm selling the, the clothes within this sales rep's territory for this certain brand. And it gives me the freedom to move around right. and do what I'm doing. And then a year later, it comes that I get an offer to run a company nationally. Mm. And then a year later, I'm opening up my own business. And all of a sudden you look around and you realize, 
I'm in this whole new well, stream. I'm in the fashion industry. <laughs> I'm in this completely yeah. new stream, and there we go, and, it, right. and it's going. And I had a very successful first company called Fantasies. It was junior sportswear, and we were in all the national It was female, it was women's sportswear. Women's sportswear, Did juniors. you design it or just sell it? I had designers, and I had um, you know a full team. I had design, production, mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, you did all that stuff. So you designed, like you did papers and all that sort of thing. Correct. Right? Like, correct. Okay, when I say papers, like you did drawings and all the that patterns, sort of thing. Patterns, yeah, from A to Z. We so are you artistic thing. in that way too? Yeah, and I drawing. think that was why I mentioned the art education because I was lucky enough to be as part of something which combined a more holistic approach right. where you were able to get an artistic as well as a, a scholastic So you background. used every part of your brain. Correct. Okay, and I think that's, that's awesome. so when you say, did I know about fashion? No, and I, am I a designer? No. But I know now, looking back, I'm really good at merchandising. I was going to say, I think you're more mm-hmm. along the not to not to take anything away at all because I think it's all amazing. But you seem like more of a businessman, like an entrepreneur sort of person. Well, I think that's because I got in the business so young, right? That I had to always kind of put that coat on to make sure that when I was working with the lenders, or dealing with the factors, or dealing with negotiating with the Bloomingdale's or someone, that they would take me seriously. So I really kind of armored up the business mm-hmm, side to have mm-hmm. that really strong presentation and then the artistic side was kind of kept to the side sure and you know now i realize that you can you can have either front and be successful it's not necessary but back then it just felt much more that i would be as a man i had to be serious and strong and have a certain look and you know presentation did you have a lot of business experience from college zero Zero. You didn't go to college for business at all. No, everything was political <laughs> theory. It was film. It was political well, theory. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Really exactly. comes in handy. Exactly. Oh wow, man. So it, I was gonna say. So so you um you leave college and I'm, you you really you literally took your cases of your of your clothing yeah. to to business boardroom saying here's our line of ties. And yeah. Here's our line of. And would or, you have assistance? Or let's with say, you let's be more realistic because I was working smaller accounts because oh, I was it. a sub rep to to a rep. When I say rep representative, a sales rep. Sure. Uh, so I'm literally, let's say we're in the Santa Monica promenade and I have my two suitcases and I'm walking down the promenade while everyone else is shopping and out with their girlfriends and boyfriends and family. And, and I'm schlepping clothes to go right. into somebody's store who, if a customer comes in, walks away from me to go work with the customer. Like there's no glamour, oh, right. <laughs> no glamour at all. Like I when I started teaching right. at at, at Fitum, which is uh, the Fashion in- Institute of Design and Merchandise or mm. Otis, you know the 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 kind of fa- you know they have this concept that they're you know in some room drawing Paris France, Paris France, France, France with a runway right. and everything, yeah, right? Sure. Runway and the, you know the wind's blowing through their hair and it's all this. No, it's, the, <laughs> it's a lot of garment schlepping, dirty hands from hangers, you know, oh, samples. Wow. And, and I saw the movie uh, with Daniel Day-Lewis, Phantom Thread. Yes. Did you see that movie? Yes. No, I didn't. But I well, he's, he's like a dress designer in the 1950s in England. He's like the dress designer, but he's got like a staff of like a hundred women that make all of his dresses and he's revered and like the Queen of England comes and gets dresses made and all that. <laughs> yeah. Have you dealt with many celebrities? I'm kind of curious. Yes. When I was running uh, BCBG and with Hudson Jeans, both mm-hmm. of which I was president of, they we dealt with a lot of celebrities, obviously, for all our social media, for all our web sites for all our ads and campaigns mm. also doing the tent shows in new york which are like the fashion runway shows yeah those and, are and those are gigantic huge for setting the tone and yeah. you know your positioning uh which is so important so yeah we work with a lot of a lot of them along the way mm. at what point did you 
you know, s- stop for a second and say, wait, how did I get here? Yeah. Uh, every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in some way, I think we all do that. We're all yeah. looking like, you know, because our life is both a, a part of our intention. Right. And then what's the response that we get? And oftentimes in a career, like you both know, the resistance is something that in the early part of your career is overwhelming. And why is this happening to me? And why am I going through it? And it's only years later that you realize the resistance is actually a blessing. And you start to realize that there's a there's an art in your life between your intention and what's happening back and to begin to re- listen and look at those things. So I think every day as, a, as an artist, I'm sure you too, look at like, what am I doing? What's my intention? What, 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 where am I being yeah. guided? Where do I feel the yep. next choices? And I, I think for me now, when I'm working, I'm always working with the idea of like, what can we do to not only be successful, obviously in a business, because that supports us, but what can we do in terms of supporting human values, where people, how we can help our our local society, where we can help different issues so that we can put back into for some of the things that we've been given. And some of my best blessings and opportunities like this today comes from working and giving and helping in other areas that had nothing to do with fashion. So I just want to go back a little bit because how we met Tad is that we serve at a homeless center in Encino on Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. And so Tad works in the kitchen. And, um, and so were, I didn't... And you were... And Tad's working yeah, there with, I didn't yeah, with recognize, a tuck yes. I, I look really good in the kitchen. But I don't recognize Tad when he walked in today because he doesn't have an apron on. Yeah. And so... Or a chef's uh, hat or a baseball or a chef's hat. hat. But yeah. I can but, bring one to the conference. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that, then they'll all come back to me but that's what i love is that you've got so many people in there if you just take off off their you know suit and tie and you're all kind of equal in the kitchen or in the dining room and you're yeah. serving the homeless you don't know anybody's experience and where they're coming from Life and story, where they're yeah. going or any of that stuff and so that's why i just that was really cool because i know that god said talk to tad and i was like okay yeah <laughs> so here we are and, and that's, that's what's really cool about that like you were like you were saying the fact that she meets you at a homeless kitchen where you're where you're doing you know food for the homeless i mean that's a wonderful giving thing to do and right. I, I we always encourage a lot of people to do that like, yeah you know we really like it even says in the bible jesus says you want to follow me deny yourself pick up your cross and follow me so the the denying yourself part people don't get a lot really could they, yeah. they don't i mean what i'm saying is they don't understand that it's like we need to like get out of ourselves for a while and think of other people. Totally. And the more we can do that, the more we get to meet amazing people like yeah. you yeah. and things like that. And honestly, I think in basic therapy, one of the biggest things is to get you past just brooding on your yes. own condition. Oh, gosh, yes. yeah. yeah. Right? Absolutely. And I think one of the easiest ways is when you reach out across, you in some ways even forget your issues and become more focused. And there's always people worse off than us. And, yes. and that intention begins to change how we feel about ourselves. Yeah. So. You know, back in 2008, I was sick for a while and it for many years. But eight, eight years. Yeah, yeah. But what was cool was is that I did more service at that time in my life than I had ever before because I knew I had to stop looking at my own self and I had to go out and serve. And also I wanted to add, too, what I love is that I tend to do the dishes unless I 
It's always a nail at the thing. homeless center, yeah. not at home. No, not, not at home. House. I don't no. do dishes at home, but I do at the homeless center. So but thanks for that. Depending <laughs> on where I'm at with my nail appointment, because you know yeah. your hands oh, are in the dirty good, water. Good so if I if I have a meeting or if we're traveling the next day, I can't do dishes. But what I'm saying is, is that, and I've yet to find gloves that are not water resistant or that are water resistant. Which I mean, like, like full, well, the water will slosh over. It the always top, gets me. The anyways, top of the glove. Yeah, but oh, yeah, or just like I'm thinking, does it seep in? But anyway, I've solved more problems in my life doing dishes by me just sitting there my head down uh, doing dishes and just me and the Lord talking the whole why time. Why won't you do dishes at home is my only question. I, I don't need to can solve make, any problems at make home. Make that vision possible? Can we get the vision possible at home? Hey, I have a question though for yes. you. Yeah. Because um, yeah, uh, if you could see this guy, he's a great looking guy. Yes. Very happy. He's a very joyful guy. He's very guy. scrawny, no muscles at <laughs> you know, all. He's very, very handsome dude. He's like a Ken doll kind of <laughs> But let me ask you this. Has there ever been a time in your life? Because, again, we're hearing all these great things, and it, I'm right. sure it's been great. Has there been a tough time in your life where you Absolutely. had to really, really get through something? Can you tell us about that? Absolutely. And most recently, uh, in the last couple of years, I faced a complete shift in our business. Hmm. And uh, it, I basically had to shut down everything I was doing. And that's when I started working at the Homeless Center. Was wow. this fashion so, overall or just your business particularly? My p- particular business within fashion was really it took a number of hits. Mm. And so that's something I was going to mention is that people kind of from the outside look at success as like a an ever-ending staircase going up. Yep. But the reality is that life, you you rise up, you go down, and we look at anything going down as not being successful. Absolutely. But those can be the greatest moments, like you mentioned, your they illness are. or challenges. So actually, when I started working, I had nothing. I wasn't even knowing if I was going to have to move out and just literally start wow. at ground zero. Well, this was recently? Yeah. And what's this interesting. This was in the last two years. Yeah, oh, and wow. so just to let you know how we met Tad is that his daughter was producing a show that my husband was on. Yeah, well, I'm, working with yeah. A, I'm working with a company in, L- in L.A., and yeah, I, we went down there to we film down there something to film one something. day, and she looked at me and she goes, "There's something about you. Can we talk?" And so yeah, we, we were there for like 20 minutes, and she said, she, yeah. "She's a young girl, beautiful girl, came over yes. to my wife. Her name is Jessa, and she's amazing." But anyway, that's and so just from our conversation, uh, we actually met for dinner one night, uh-huh. and I told her what I did. And she goes, "I want to do that." Next thing I know, I walk in. Not only is she there at New Friends Homeless Center in Encino, but Tad is there. She as brings well. her dad. There. She so you me, see, yeah. see how God just works out because yeah, it turns. Out, it's right around the corner from your house. I know. And yeah. she told me, and I'm downtown every day where I'm seeing the homeless, and I'm thinking all the time, I really need to do something. I, you know, I'm giving clothes, I'm making donations, but I felt like I needed to physically do something. Wow. Right. But it was all in theory. Again, vision, mm-hmm. but I wasn't making it possible. And then I remember the day she met you because, you know, we talk almost daily, and she told me I met this amazing woman and this and that and she's she doesn't do on. dishes at home but that's what i hear <laughs> yeah, but she's still good she has great nails she has great nails. <laughs> right that's the but, best thing and then the follow-up and then she said oh she's doing this homeless center and i'm going to go and i'm like i'm in i want to go and again this is at a time when my life was completely uncertain Wow. I had no idea what the next step was. And that can be a very hard time, especially for a man. It can be a very... Because we wrap ourselves up with our outer identity. Yep. And I was just talking to Jess about this this morning, that we look at our life in terms of what we're doing, (laughs) and then we evaluate ourselves. And that's just a fragment of the exchange. So whether you are 
you know, reaping tons of benefits out of your career, making tons of money, or you're not, all those things are part of the formula, but they're not the essence of the formula. Right. And it's so hard to distinguish that when you're going through tough times, yeah. not just to have the whole feeling like everything's caving in on you. Yeah. So I knew I had to get out and do stuff. And since I didn't have more to do then, then I'll, okay, then I'll start making a contribution. That's awesome. Because so most people will get into a dark room and turn on, you know, close so the, all the, the curtains. the irony is, yeah. two, three months into it, maybe four months into it, I'm cooking, we're barbecuing. So I'm outside, it's 200 degrees. Yes. All the summer. And you're barbecuing in Encino. In Encino. <laughs> and it does get hot. smoke coming up into my face and I'm barbecuing and we're doing, you know, 200 hamburgers plus whatever extra. And this, one of the people who attends the homeless center comes up to me and said, I just want you to know how much this has meant to me. And so you begin to be touched by the fact that what you don't even realize, the collateral effect you can have in someone's life. Yeah. And I was thinking, it's just the opposite. The funny thing is you don't realize what you've done for me right. to allow me the opportunity to serve yeah, you. It's true. So that's, you know, it gives me chills when I think of him. But that's really how I felt at that time when that's I started. Amazing. That is so awesome. See, I didn't even know all this stuff because in the kitchen, you know, we're not. Yeah. Because wanna... Tad is very funny and he keeps, he's got everybody in the kitchen laughing. I mean. You're you... saying he's funnier than me? Is that what you're trying to say? Because that's kind of what I'm reading here. <laughs> I feel like that's. In a different way. He's <laughs> funny in a different way. But what I love is, is that it's it's constant, you know, uh, comedy in the kitchen. And so everybody has. Is that why you time. do dishes for him? Because I'm, I'm funny yeah. at home. You won't do dishes for me anyway i'll, I'll give you some stick I'll, I'll oh, thanks buddy you. Thank you. <laughs> hey um just so you guys are we, we uh, are closing closing close but i'm um, what um what advice would you give to somebody out there that whether it's fashion whether it's whatever their dream is their vision because you've come through a lot and you've done a lot and we want to have you back on to even talk more okay but what would you give what advice would you, if well actually been, if they come to vision possible conference they can talk right to june 28th and 29th in agora gateway church they can hear the whole thing that's right but that, very good but um what would you say to someone who's really going through something hard they, they got their vision out there they want to do it what would you say to them to, to keep to keep going, to stop, what would you say? I think the first thing is whenever you're going somewhere, you have to know where you're starting. Mm -hmm. And most people don't really know where maybe they're starting. And if I told you, hey, come to my place, and they'd say, where is it? I go, well, where are you coming from? And so to get on any journey, you have to kind of know where you're starting. And if you don't know where you're starting, start with gratitude and look at everything in your life that you can be thankful for. Wow. And that'll tell you where you are. And then you can start your journey. That's awesome. And I'll tell you, you know, that's one thing about when um, you get sick is you get the, the sickness becomes your life and it becomes the, the like the downward well, spiral. Well, it, it can become well, your life. Well, it can yeah. become your life. I mean, yeah. it did for me. And then I didn't I wasn't grateful for anything because I was pissed off, to be honest yeah. with you. So it also became that, my life. Too. Yeah. And that yeah. I wasn't able to do what I normally was doing and I didn't want that change in my life. And so for my first year, I wasn't grateful at all. I was actually doing a, a walk every morning because I couldn't physically do workouts like I was doing. Right. And I was telling God how mad I was. Mm. And then it was, wasn't until this, the rounding the second year when he said, I, are you done now? Because now I want to show you who you really are. Wow. And so then from that point on, so that's been since 2008 and I have been walking ever since. Wow. Yeah. Well, it reminds me when we were leaving Moons that night of that party, remember? Yeah, and Guy Moon. I think Moon it was says, the first time I yeah, met Yeah, Guy you. Moon, my composer. And we were all walking back to our cars because we parked, parked very far away. Right, right. And 
I had this vision when we were walking that I'd be doing a conference with you. What? Tonight. Are you serious? I swear to you. That was and like a year ago. Just when you to- told me this, that all came back to me. So that's why oh you immediately gosh. said, yes, let's do it. No, I didn't even knew. make that connection until oh, this moment. Oh, my gosh. Dude, that's pretty. That's really cool. Oh, this is so cool. Oh, my God. Yes, it just came back to me now in the very moment you were saying when you were walking, God told you wow. that when we were leaving that party and we were all walking together that we were going, oh my gosh. I was going to do a conference. Wow, and that just came back to you now. That's amazing. This is yeah. awesome. She just said that and I just... <laughs> See how good God is? I mean, <laughs> you know, the way that we even got on the radio was uh, many about a year or two before we came to Salem, I was just visiting my girlfriend who works at another radio station. And I went to go use the restroom. And as I was walking out, I see this whole wall of all of these personalities yeah, yeah, of radio. And as I'm walking through, the Lord said, you're going to be on the radio. And I was like, well, I guess you'll have to make that happen, whatever. <laughs> and I went to the restroom and never thought about it again until we got a phone call from uh uh, someone that worked at KDAR, and the Lord reminded me right then, yeah. you're going on the radio, call now. And then wow. she dragged me along, and here wow. I am yeah. right now. So, <laughs> Well, you know, actually, sweetie, he said, you're going on the radio, me. <laughs> okay, well, I can I can get off if you want. No, I can't do it without you. I can bail. We are no good uh, separate. Will you do dishes at home? <laughs> I'll do dishes. Because yeah. the thing, thing is, I end up doing dishes at home. That's the problem. Like, yeah. Well, now, we just share in this. But you've got two daughters that can do it, too. Well, it was a vision I made it possible. Yes, yes. exactly. Hey, Tad, thank you for thank being you on. Thank you so Pleasure. much. It just occurred to me, at, at our conference on June 28th and 29th in Agoura Hills, California, Vision Possible, we have Desiree Z yes. and Tad Z. We have two people with the last oh, wow. name Z. It begins oh with Z. Gosh. Her name is Desiree Zuckerman, and we got Tad Zerubica. Maybe it'll be Vizin possible. Vizion yeah. possible. <laughs> well, guys, listen, um, we want to thank everybody for listening uh, today. Thank you very much. If you have any questions for us, go to ask a question, uh, ask a question to us. Go to visionpossiblequestions at gmail.com. You can ask a question there, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. We really would. And uh, I want to thank you, Tad, for coming on. My pleasure. I'd Great love to have here. you come back because I yes. think you've got a lot more to say. But not until after Vision Possible yeah. Conference, okay. because like so much is going to get revealed, and he's going to be there, and you get to meet him, you get to see his muscles, you get to, he'll make you <laughs> wow. laugh, right? Yeah. yeah, I can. You know, if you want to do the show with him, that's fine. I can just step <laughs> off; it's completely fine. But I, but but for if you want to leave me for him, I would get it. I totally that would I would authorize that. All right, guys, thanks so very much. Thank Have a great so week and make your vision possible. possible. See you later. Thanks for listening to Vision Possible. We want to hear from you. Please email us your questions at visionpossiblequestions at gmail.com. It's your vision. Now go make it possible.